Welcome to ID the Future from Discovery Institute's Center for Science and Culture. In this second segment, Nate Herbst of The God Solution and Casey Luskin discuss the question, why do people conflate intelligent design with creationism? Luskin explains the positive argument for intelligent design from DNA and clarifies key distinctions between the religious view of creationism and the scientific theory of intelligent design. The audience is aware of some of the different reasons that we cite very often for not buying into the general theory of natural evolution. I've often said on this show that the transitionary evidence, both in the fossil record and even in the genetic record, is lacking. And by that, I mean in the genetic record, if junk DNA is not junk DNA, then the whole pseudogene argument seems to fall apart. The mechanism of evolution is insufficient. Natural selection does happen, but natural selection working on positive information increasing mutations does not. Life does not come from non-life. The existence of information and design are inexplicable through purely random processes. And then the start of the universe from nothing a finite time ago is the ultimate question that a naturalistic worldview would not be able to answer. So we recite those things often on this show, and those are kind of a negative apologetic. Those are kind of a criticism of naturalistic evolution. On the flip side of the coin, as a creationist, I I believe that the Bible is true, and we've given a defense of that many times over on the show, and because of that, I believe in creation. Now, somehow, ideas in the middle of these two different areas of the spectrum. Intelligent design is a scientific theory, like you mentioned. It's not a faith or a belief system, and it is something that as a scientist, I can believe, yes, the science points this direction. It's not just the creation story of Genesis, so to say, like a creationist might buy. I think a lot of times people conflate the two. In fact, just walking in this morning, we saw a guy here in the studio, and and he said, uh, yes, ID and creationism are identical, and they're bleepity bleep. And so... What is going on here? What is intelligent design? Why are people just conflating it with maybe a faith or something like that and refusing to see the scientific validity of it? Okay, great questions, Nate. So, yeah, what is intelligent design? Well, intelligent design is a scientific theory which holds that many aspects of life in the universe are better explained by an intelligent cause rather than an undirected cause like, say, natural selection. And as you mentioned, you know, you guys talk on your show a lot about the negative case against Darwinian evolution, but sometimes intelligent design is mistaken as strictly being a negative argument against evolution. That is not what intelligent design is. Intelligent design includes a very strong positive argument, which is based upon finding in nature the kind of information and complexity which in our experience only comes from intelligence. So I can give you a really brief example here. In all of our experience, whenever we find something like a language-based code, that always comes from an intelligent cause. Whenever we have experience in the natural world around us with a language-based code, and we know where it comes from, we know its origin, it always traces back to a mind or an intelligent being. And so what do we find is at the very, very heart of life. At the very heart of life in our DNA is a language-based code. I mean, leading... Scientists, Francis Crick, Richard Dawkins, Francis Collins, they all acknowledge that the heart of life is essentially a digital code that uses computer-like programming to convert information from our DNA to be able to generate some kind of an output, which essentially is protein. Our DNA contains a language-based code that contains computer-like commands that are processed by the machinery of our cells 
to convert that information in our DNA into protein-based machines. But where in our experience do things like language-based code, computer-like information processing, or machine-like structures come from? In all of our experience, each of those things, language-based code, computer information processing, machine-like structures, those things always come from intelligence. But yet, that is exactly what is at the heart of life. So we think that intelligent design is a compelling, positive explanation for what we see at the very heart of life. And really, the only way to explain, using a positive argument, the origin of what we see in life, life's language-based code in our DNA, the information processing that goes on through the molecular machinery in our cells, and then the very fact that our cells are full of these machine structures, the only way to explain the origin of those things is to invoke an intelligent cause. And indeed, when you look at the technical literature and you look for unguided evolutionary explanations for DNA, for the genetic code, for the molecular machinery in our cells that does all this information processing, you don't find anything remotely close to an evolutionary explanation. So yes, you can certainly make an argument against an evolutionary paradigm for explaining these complex features, but if you want to make a positive argument for where they came from, you're going to have to go to intelligent design. Because in all of our experience, a language-based code, machine-like structures, computer information processing, those things come only from intelligence in all of our experience. So the best explanation that we would say is intelligent design. So that, in a 60-second nutshell, is the scientific case for intelligent design. It gets a lot more technical, a lot more complicated. There's a lot more to talk about than that. But that's the essence of the argument. It's a positive argument that uses the methods of science to make its claim. And in my argument that I made there, I invoked nothing close to religion or faith or divine revelation. Rather, I invoked the methods of science, looking at the world around us, trying to understand where does language-based information come from. And in our experience, it only comes from intelligence. So when we find that in life, we can infer an intelligent cause as it works. This argument is using the standard methods of historical sciences. It's not an argument based upon religion or faith or divine revelation. And that's why within the ID community, you can find people of a variety of different religious beliefs. Sure, many ID proponents are Christians. I myself am a Christian. I don't try to make that any kind of a secret, nor does anybody in the ID movement try to hide their personal religious beliefs. But what you find in the ID community is that there are people of a variety of beliefs. There are Christians, there are Jews, there are Muslims, there are people who are not religious, there are actually agnostics and atheists who support intelligent design. What that tells you is that intelligent design is not united around some kind of a religious belief system or some kind of a faith-based view. It's united around a conviction that there is empirical evidence in nature for an intelligent agent being behind life in the universe. If it was about religion, you could not have non-religious people supporting intelligent design. And in fact, there was a professor at the University of Colorado Boulder who wrote a, a book, and the book subtitle was An Atheist Defends Intelligent Design. That book's subtitle, that professor, could not exist if intelligent design was a religious viewpoint, because this is an atheist who say, you know what, I find merit to intelligent design arguments. He came to it with no religious commitments, and yet he saw merit to the argument. That is because intelligent design is not a religious argument. It's an argument based on the evidence. So when people, like your friend that you mentioned, that you spoke with earlier today, try to conflate intelligent design with creationism, in my experience, that is typically an attempt to dismiss the arguments for intelligent design 
without actually addressing them. It's actually a, an attempt to avoid dealing with the arguments and the evidence for intelligent design. And I suppose, before I say anything else, and this can be said real quick, we should probably also explain what is creationism and how is ID different from creationism. Well, creationism is basically the viewpoint that we can find scientific evidence that supports some kind of a genesis-based account of creation of the world, and it always appeals both to a supernatural or divine creator, and then it always tries to get into some kind of a religious view of some scriptural text explaining how we can harmonize science with this religious text, like the Bible, like Genesis, and so forth. Intelligent design is different from creationism. It doesn't start with the Bible, it starts with the data. And it says, what can we learn from a strictly scientific investigation of the data? And then it says, okay, well, we can actually look at the data and find a, a scientifically-based case for intelligence. So ID is different from creationism because it does not start with some religious text. It starts with the evidence that we see in the world around us. And it's also different from creationism because ID limits its claim to what we can learn through a scientific investigation. So creationism will, will always make conclusions about the identity of the designer, whether the designer is supernatural or natural. Creationism will always get into religious conclusions about you should believe in this divinely inspired holy book. And that's fine if creationism wants to do that, but ID is different. ID does not get into those religious questions. Rather, it simply infers that an intelligent cause, as it were, and does not try to address religious questions about maybe the identity of the designer or what kind of a church we should go to on Sundays or Saturdays or whatever day you want to go. It doesn't get into those questions. ID is about making scientific conclusions. Another major difference, and I'll say this real quick, is most people, when they think of creationism, think of the young Earth, 6,000-year-old Earth view of creationism, where people believe the Earth is very young. ID definitely does not take that view. The vast majority of leading ID proponents, myself included in that, accept an old Earth and have no problem with the Earth being billions of years old. So those are some of the differences, I would say. That was Casey Luskin with Nate Herbst. Stay tuned for more episodes at ID the Future, and thank you for listening. This program was recorded by Discovery Institute Center for Science and Culture. ID the Future is copyright Discovery Institute 2015. For more information, visit www.intelligentdesign.org or www.idthefuture.com.